Welcome to the Sound of Movement podcast, everyone. Today, we have a really relevant episode. We're going to talk about how to get motivated to train at home, but we want to really talk about the current events and what's going on with people in the world at the moment with this COVID-19 scenario and the uh, lockdowns and how it's affecting people. Like Vasquez said in Aliens, let's rock. If you're new to the tribe, we got Rich behind the mix. We got Rad across the table. And my name is Yanni Bormeister. We are Unity Gym, experts at turning driven people into athletes. This episode is proudly brought to you by the Unify Movement System, the only online program effectively balancing strength, flexibility, and fitness so you can unleash your inner athlete. Of course, get daily coached by us plus our epic foundations prep program and a whole lot more. If you want, you have the opportunity in the description to grab a free 30-day trial. You're gonna get great uh, insights into training and a whole lot more. Uh, Now, we are also very, very excited to announce that right now we have an epic flash sale, launch flash sale going on for phase six of our UMS at-home workouts. Of course, the UMS at-home workouts are included in the subscription of the online coaching, but if you wanna just grab one phase and throw down with us live, on the YouTube channel, then you have 72 hours to get the launch deal. 29 bucks, that's all it costs. Before we get started, warm welcome. If you are live on the stream in the YouTube channel, uh, leave a comment and we'll send you back some love. Let us know who you are, where you're tuning in from. Uh, Big shout out to our tribe watching uh, who have tuned in from the UMS Movement Mastermind group. And uh, also lastly, warm love sent to all the podcast listeners. How are you today, Rad? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, um, you know, I mean, in all honesty, I'm just dealing with a lot of the stuff that, that we're all struggling with with this lockdown at the moment. It's uh, it's a challenging time um, for people, including me. And, um, you know, just trying to f- trying to focus on things that I can uh, affect the outcome of, really. To practice a bit of stoicism. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah, it's a... Um, uh, it's a tough time, tough time for the world, tough time for, for people on an individual um, basis. And um, yeah, we're not immune to that. We're, I'm, I'm definitely feeling it myself. Um, I know you've said that you're feeling it as well and, and uh, a lot of people are. Yeah, look, uh, th- this, this discussion comes off the back of uh, a whole bunch of dialogue we've had with members of our gym this week. Uh, I did a post earlier on this week on my Facebook profile just sharing, you know, my what's coming up for me, what I'm processing at the moment. My fear is about the division uh, and the fear and the paranoia and how that is affecting the, uh, the, the the society and culture. I I stoke the fire a bit and have a bit of a laugh and and um, and g people up a bit on social media, as does Rad. But it it's becoming really really obvious that people are really really freaking out about this you know and there's yeah. a lot of social divide and there's a and you know whatever we're not here to throw stones or take sides today we have our opinions of what's going on and we have our opinions of what's the best um, course of action uh, but that's not what today's about today today's about acknowledging that everyone has their own um, uh, perspective you know, and that's really all we have. We have our perspective, and um, and 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 right or wrong, uh, it's 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 something that we need to we, we need to um, you know make choices that are that, that are going to help us go going forward. And the best way we believe you can do that is to take control of the things you can control, 
uh, and that is your body, you know, um, mm. your body. Like we, there's, it's, it's, you're going to be, unless you've suffered a, an immediate loss in your family, like a death from COVID, or you've got really sick and have suffered some really, really bad side effects and consequences, I, I will say that you're going to be hard pressed to, um, to, uh, to, to make me feel sorry for you because I've lost a lot this whole period. I've lost my relationship with my fiance, uh, the mother of my children. And, you know, one of our businesses is about to go under and, uh, and we're, you know, we're, we're really suffering from that, you know, and, and the only thing I've got is my health. And that's the one thing I'm really focusing on every day is getting a workout in, helping my mental health, um, trying to get as much healthy sunlight as I can and the, and the things that I can control, spending and connecting, um, spending good time with my uh, kids, you know, being present for my children who are both only three and six years old, so they don't really understand what's going on. And also connecting with my team here and, um, and making sure that we're progressing with the business and keeping the brand alive, irrespective of, um, you know, what the eventual outcome is because it looks like we're going to be we're going to be here in this position for for a while longer you know and we got to start getting you know just making the most of it yep look i'm guilty of taking the piss out of anything that i ever see um it's just a joy of mine i i i, I see the humor <laughs> in everything and i like laughing uh at anything and um the uh and i do love a good controversial joke but yeah, this this whole thing is is definitely starting to look like it's it's really um, there's a new toll that it's taking on humanity, which is the social divide and the emotional upset. And you know, I spoke to a, a good friend of mine um, yesterday and had a chat, and he was telling me about how he personally knows a couple of people who have died from from the virus, but then he also knows people um who have had adverse reactions to the vaccine and you know there's there's people out there that have a really strong opinion on the vaccine as a, a in a bad way they believe um that it's a really it's a bad thing and that we shouldn't be forced to do it and we should be in this position where we can choose and make our own choices with our body and and that's their story you know and you can't um as much as i've spoken out against that at the end of the day, you can't deny what people's own experience is like and what's real for them and what's going on for them. And uh, and then on the other side of the fence, you know, you've got, um, well, you know, really the medical science, which says what vaccines do for people and, and for the for humanity. And, and unfortunately, uh, you know, we're in this scenario where people look at, I guess, the vaccine from a personal experience, from what's this going to do for me? Whereas vaccine, the way it works is it works for, for humanity and for, for the people. And yeah, there are people that have adverse reactions to vaccines and it, it does, however you want to swing it, they are the minority. But yeah, so we're, we're, we're stuck in this scenario where you've got people that have got really strong feelings on both sides. And, um, and for the first time ever, I'm seeing like a, a really strong divide between people. Probably, that probably not for the first time ever, but certainly no, 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 for just the for the first time, first time in that our I'm yeah, lifetime. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. The first yeah. time that I'm seeing, yeah. like that, I can remember. I don't remember seeing a divide as such a clear cut. You're either on this side of the fence or you're on that side of the fence between so many people. Not yeah. not a small amount of, but not where there's like a group of apathetic people and but then, and then there's a, a group of people that have got strong feelings on either like this is really 
affecting most people. Most people seem to have quite there's, a. Sh- there's heat. There's. there's uh, it, we, I think we've always just found that our surroundings, our and our um, our community end up usually always on the one side you know there was huge divide in the with the black lives matter movement and things like that but we probably found ourselves and our greater community on the one side you know but at the moment this is the first thing that's really divide even our family is divided over this one you know we've got um uh, one side of our family who are pro uh and one side who are against the the vaccines you know and and um and it's yeah it's full on it's it's and you and it's hard to, to um um it's hard to uh deny someone of their perspective yep. you know uh because people have a perspective and it's based on their own dogmatic beliefs and 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 research and all that whatever they're doing you know and and uh yeah, it's really, really difficult to deny someone of that. And so, yeah, you got this really touchy thing. But this brings us to the, the, the point of today's discussion, which is that there is a lot going on right now that as much as you would like to feel in control, you're not in control of. And, uh, and that creates a lot of fear and that creates a lot of anxiety and that creates a lot of, uh, in extreme cases, paranoia, you know. And... What we want to try and encourage people to do today is to focus on the things that they can 100% control, uh, you know. And in, in, in many cases at the moment, we do have control over our time, over the 24 hours that we uh, have every day, you know. And, um, and this is where, you know, I think, uh, and, and we're blessed in the fact that we've just, through coincidence, we've really gone down the stoic path. Uh, um, path of late in the last sort of half decade, five years, we, we've we've studied the philosophy of Stoicism, and uh, and it's a it's a really good thing to have done at this point in time, because one of the Stoic um, philosophies is is to really not um, not concern yourself so much with the things you can't change, and really just focus on the things you can change, you know, and also accept. Uh, uh, and 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 side yourself with the greater good of the the, the uh, of humanity as, a, as a, in, instead of the the individual, you know, and um, and I think that that's uh, certainly helping me to make decisions um, uh, uh, and and navigate this this difficult difficult period of our our lives, and um, uh, I think that everyone everyone will benefit from f- focusing on every day doing something for their health. You know, uh, doing something that is going to uh, enhance your health, no matter what side of the argument you find yourself on. If you if you can level up your physical capability, your physical health, your fitness, um, it's going to benefit you, not just on a, on a physical level, but on an emotional level too. Yeah, it's a tough thing. Um, I think there's one thing that's for sure, and this whole uh, COVID thing isn't going away anytime soon. Um, you know, it doesn't look like we're, it doesn't, you know, if you look at what's going on, I mean, in Australia, we're, we, we've got it better than almost anywhere. Um, and it's still just getting worse and worse and worse. So, uh, you know, p- some people talk about, you know, when things go back to normal or when this ends or when this, like, I don't, I don't think that that's going to happen in a long, long time. I think this is the new normal. And so that's a really hard thing for people to deal with and for people to accept. Um, and I think that, that it, it really is time to start figuring out what you can put your energy into that you can 
you know, affect a positive outcome, something that you're that you're happy with. Because I know that I've, like, I mean, you know, if we even talk about the vaccine thing a little bit more, it, um, I have to be honest, I'm scared about it myself. I believe that we should all get vaccinated and I believe that because I think it's for the greater good and the people that know more about it than I do think it's for the greater good. So I believe that, you know, that's what we should do. But at the same time, when you hear some of these personal stories of people that have had this or that from the vaccine or know somebody that have it, it, it scares you, you know, and you and you start to question it. And um, I think uh, I think that when you're in that state of fear and you don't know what to believe and you're you know, your emotions are up and down, it's really, really important to find things that you can latch onto that you are in control of and that are a positive thing. And I know that definitely for me, if I didn't have the, if I didn't have the ability to, or not the ability, if I didn't make the time to exercise daily, uh, I'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because if I, I don't drink alcohol anymore and I, s- I'm better than most people, um, but I do struggle with sugar. I, it, it is something that I still fall off the wagon with here and there, but I'm, I'm definitely better than the average person. I'm in better shape than most people. But um, if I didn't exercise daily, there's no chance I would be in the shape that I'm in and there's no chance that I'd be able to stay away from alcohol um, and you know junk food because it just... I just need something. I need something that I can, you know, really go for it with each day. And if I don't get that feeling of, okay, I'm going to put everything I've got into this one hour or two hours that I'm going to train for, then um, I I always, for me personally, it's usually alcohol that I turn to because alcohol gives you that immediate, like when you've got that feeling of anxiety, like I want to do something or I don't know what to do with this energy or these feelings, you have a drink and immediately there's something different. Like it's, whether it be a positive or a negative thing, it changes your perspective immediately. Like it's an, it's an instant thing. And, um, you know, I guess for a lot of people, they deal with that by going out and doing things and socializing and having certain hobbies and certain things that they get up to. And a lot of that's just been taken away from us now. Yep. Yep, absolutely. So we have to we have to think about really proactively what can I do? How can I um, approach, you know, this scenario um, and get something out of it? And, and in Australia, like, I'll be honest, I don't watch the news often. I, in fact, the only news that I watch are the replays um, about what's going on in Sydney. Um, and maybe that's a really ignorant thing to do maybe with what's going on in the world I do need to educate myself a little bit more but because I believe so fiercely in this principle of stoicism um, I find that as soon as I start going down the rabbit hole excuse me of things that I can't change um, then I just pull myself back from it and I just really try to focus on it and you know my wife and I watched a um a really good YouTube video. I've, I've never seen this guy's channel. He's a, he's a monk in Thailand. And I think it's a really amazing thing because, you know, often the people that have the most to offer the world, the most educated, the most well-practiced are the people that aren't really sharing it, you know? And this was an example. I've never seen a, a, a legitimate Buddhist monk, uh, a practicing Buddhist monk who was doing a YouTube video on 
um, not on Buddhism, on a morning routine, just on how to start the day um, in a way that, um, uh, you know, that was really positive. And a lot of it I already knew, but I actually stopped doing it. And the things that I remember and what I took away from, I just want to give you an example of stoicism and, you know, focusing on things that you can influence yourself. You know, it was my wife that pulled me up and said, listen, we've really fallen off the wagon with this. We need to um, remind ourselves of, of some things. And, you know, he was talking about um, one of the things that I really liked. He didn't actually use the, the concept meditation. He didn't say he actually meditation was a part of it. But before the meditation, he didn't call it meditation. He said, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing that you should do is just sit there just for a moment and you and he talks about the idea it's, it's not thinking about what you're going to do next it's not reflecting on what you did yesterday it's not planning in your mind it's just sitting there and not being in the future and not being in the past but just being in the present and not even meditating just sitting there just for a little moment and they had all these little things that went on and a big one for me that I took away was the idea of not eating a huge meal before you go to bed so that you sleep better and i actually did that last night for the first time in as long as i can remember and i slept better than i have in as long as i can remember so i'm going to really pursue that and see how that happens like for me what i learned was i'm going to move my time restricted eating to from about 2 p.m onwards and i'm going to eat my first meal in the morning i was doing the opposite of that um but this is it was a really good example of focusing on what's in front of you and what you can influence and 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 i only watched that video yesterday and i and i had a great meditation this morning i actually had a better meditation this morning than i've had in a long time and i do practice meditation but because this morning the biggest thing that was was different um for me and it brought up a lot of emotion was what he what he said another thing that that buddhist monks practice in the morning is they reflect on death um every day they have a reflection on death and a lot of people hear that and think that's um that's quite morbid but it's the idea that every day isn't a given that death is coming and it's coming for anyone at any time and especially in this COVID-19 world that we're living in now you know death is around the corner uh for some people and for some people it's not for some people so it's a far away away but the idea of um reflecting on death and and taking stock of that today that i have is not a given it's a gift it's a gift yeah. and it's something that i should and that was i've heard this stuff before it's nothing new to me it's not like i was i learned anything new but it gave me a different perspective on it because i've been getting caught up in everything that's been going on lately so much and what i had a very profound moment this morning when i was meditating I actually reflected on being blind and I don't even know where it came from. I don't, I don't know why that entered my mind, but the meditation that I was doing, the waking up meditation, there was a moment when I just had this real overwhelming like feeling of being blind and I was imagining training in the gym and having you guys like having to spot me and walk me up to the equipment and, and I was thinking about these people that you see on YouTube that are blind and I've, I've seen blind bodybuilders on stage where people have done motivational videos on them. I was imagining experiencing my son growing up without being able to see him and only being able to experience him through touch and, and hearing. And it was a very profound experience, this, this feeling that just my sight is something that I shouldn't take for granted, you know, because people lose their sight and people have the, you know, are born without sight, you know. So 
for me, that was something that I've done in the last 24 hours that was a really, a real attempt of, a, again, taking some control, um, putting my focus into something that I can control, that I can, re that I, it's 100% up to me. No one else has any power over that, yeah. over what I do in that morning and the way that I go to sleep and when I eat my meal. Like, there's no one can control that for me. And I've got a child, so don't anybody out there say, oh, but I've got kids. It's hard. I've got a kid too. So I, I've, I go through all that myself. And, um, and for me, that was a really uh, positive experience th that I've gone through in the last 24 hours. Um, yeah, that I think yeah, a I lot of people I think that from. what, what we, we can take out of that, and, I, and I'm a big believer of this too, having a morning routine is absolutely critical and uh, critical to motivation is to get the day started with be, being in complete control. And because it's the only time of the day that you can guarantee that you can be in control. Mm. And the earlier, the better. Mm. And that starts with the way you get out of bed, I believe. It starts with uh, how you make your bed, whether you just leave it a mess or, and walk out or, or not. You, 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 by, by getting up and never hitting the snooze button, uh, getting up with vigor, with vitality, not dragging yourself out of bed, getting up with momentum, with, with, with purpose, making your bed, and then that first half hour to an hour that you do, and I purposefully do it before my, I know my kids are gonna get up because otherwise I lose that control. The moment I get up and my kids hear me, I, like I'm like a mouse getting through the house. I, I start my day uh, with, with, by, brush, by drinking about 700 mils of water and that gets my digestive system going. Then I brush my teeth and have a poop. And then I have an ice cold shower and, and if I don't have my kids, I'll usually go for a walk. Uh, and all of this is done when it's dark, you know, when it's still pitch black. Because I know that if, if I wait too long and the sun starts to come up, my kids will get up. And then, they, and then they're needing my attention, you know. And, and I, I get as much done in the evening as I possibly can to prepare myself for the day, which means having any lunches prepared, having any school bags prepared, having any clothes laid out that I need having all my work laid out that I need, my bag packed, the kids' bags packed, everything's done in the evening after the kids have gone to bed so that in the morning there's as little friction as humanly possible to start making, getting momentum. And then, yeah, I start first thing in the morning with that ice cold shower. And what that does is it brings me to life. It, 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 it completely centers me. And I don't sit there for five minutes in an ice bath like Wim Hof. I just have a 90 second icy cold shower you know in winter it's nice and cold in summer it's sort of lukewarm uh, but um, it no matter what it wakes you up and it really brings me to center it gets all of my adrenaline pumping it releases norepinephrine and epinephrine into my body and then immediately after that is when I do my little meditation and my um, affirmations ritual and as long as I get those three things done before the kids are up then usually I have a really great start to the day if I don't uh, then you know the day starts to fall apart and and so you have to have that really really intentional for that first start uh, part of the day a lot of people say you're crazy why do you have a cold shower this and that da, da, da. I, I dread that cold shower but you know what it does it starts the day off other than just waking you up it's more powerful than any amount of coffee you can have uh, it it it, it forces you to practice doing something every day that you don't want to do. And it's, it's, it's what I call a daily dose of discomfort. 
and uh, and that's extremely powerful on a on a mental level, a physiological level, all these different things. There are a whole bunch of other really great benefits to doing um, uh, cold therapy uh, that I won't go into. But if anything, it's my little daily dose of discomfort that I kick the day off with. Everything else is easy after that point. Everything else feels easy, and um, and then getting exercise in and at the moment my exercise routine for the week has been thrown out because we're producing content and we can't train in the morning because the content production has been prioritized and it's made the week really difficult because that that routine is sort of thrown out and so I'm, I'm having to force myself to get my workout in in the afternoon before I go home by that time for me personally I uh uh, like there's every excuse has crept in every excuse and your willpower is at an all-time low your willpower is recharged in the morning after you sleep and in the afternoon it's depleted and so what I've found uh, what I've experienced this week is something that I'm sure other people can relate to which is that if you don't get your daily dose of exercise in in the morning it, it, it you'll struggle to get it done at all and, uh, and I know that some people have excuses as to why they can't train in the morning, but I urge you, if you really are struggling for motivation at the moment, especially if you're having to train at home and your gym routine has been interrupted, I would urge you to add your exercise routine as part of your daily morning routine and, uh, and get it done nice and early. You know, a 40 minute workout in the morning is better than no workout, a, an hour workout you plan to do in the afternoon that you didn't get done. You know, a 30-minute warm-up uh, workout first thing in the morning is better than an hour workout you plan to do at lunchtime but ended up not getting done. And so, yeah, I, I would urge people to make that as part of their morning routine, you know. Yeah. I mean, look, if, uh, if you're in lockdown and you, um, and you can't get to a gym, I don't know when else you'd do it. I mean, look, everybody's different. And I know that we've got people that watch our uh live streamed at home workouts that say that they do it later on in the day and that works for them and and so that's that's awesome but so i would say to those people if you don't work out in the morning for whatever reason i would make it an even more of a priority to have a morning routine yeah like to start the day with um with intention it's a it's a really really powerful thing and i wish i could because it was my wife that shared this video with me i wish i could share this video that you guys could watch because i found it really um it was, it was very inspiring it wasn't like a it wasn't like a shaming kind of a video it was an inspirational um video um but uh yeah it's a it's, it's a huge huge part of uh you know creating the day that you want is the way that you you know the way that you start uh the day now, now the other thing i really want to um point out because i want to try and steer this into what we're talking about which is how to get motivated to, to train at home and the elephant in the room is that the, the the i mean of course you've got to you've got to create a routine around exercise and if you if you're used to having a gym routine or a boot camp routine or something like that and that's been thrown out the window now because you're either in lockdown or or, or your gyms had to close or whatever else then it's really important that you you immediately start working to create a new routine uh, and and that's going to be the very first thing and what we find is that you know um 
creating rituals, creating cues, physical cues. It might be a playlist you love. It might be flicking on the at-home workout live stream that we do at 7.30 Australian Eastern Standard Time every day of the week. It might be, uh, you know, doing a Zoom with a trainer or uh, a coach or a group of people and, and co- collaboratively, you know, have, keeping your gym buddies going and getting out. Whatever your cue is, then get that and define that. And, and we encourage our guys to have a set space in the house that you've you set up your little, you know, your yoga mat or whatever you're using or that's your little workout space at the moment. But the elephant in the room is that you've got to have a workout that's actually going to deliver a result. Like don't just set something up that is taking you through the motions. Like that's going to be better than nothing. But what becomes the most motivating out of anything else is that you actually start to feel like you're getting a result from what you're doing. You're putting in this time, effort, blood, sweat and tears and it's yielding a great outcome, a great result. You know, And you just the other day jumped on the scales and you've, you've lost fat, you've leaned up, you've gained muscle uh, from doing these at-home workouts. That is, uh, I think, going to ignite your motivation the most. You know, yeah. after after four, six, eight weeks, you start to look at yourself in the mirror and go, holy crap. Like, not only am I having to overcome adversity with this new routine that I don't really want to do, but I'm forced to do, uh, but I've taken charge and look at the results. I'm starting mm-hmm. to actually see results. So, you know, I urge you all to seek out a, a, a good program, a good workout. You know, it might be that you work with a coach. It might be that you find something that actually produces results. Don't just you know, um, flop, flop around on the floor, hoping that that's going to stay motivating because you'll do it a a dozen times and then you'll just go, oh, bugger this, you know, this isn't doing anything. Uh, I watched a a panel on telly the other morning when I was trying to see, watch, watch the, the updates on the news and they were all talking about how they're putting on weight. This is all the anchors and the, and the, and the presenters talking about how they're putting on weight because they're all in, you know, in lockdown and their gyms are closed and this and that. And, and, and they, you know, out of about five people that were there talking, uh, three of them said, yeah, no at-home workout cu- cuts the mustard. You know, you, you just can't get results. And I was sitting there going, oh, my God, that is such bullshit. You know, uh, people, people don't understand that using the body as your gym, using calisthenics, you, you, learning to manipulate leverage to create intensity and uh, understanding volume and progressive overload and all the same principles that you'll use to make a great gym program, you can deploy that and create a great at-home workout. And and that's what we do on a daily basis. And I challenge anyone, <laughs> prove me wrong, watch our workouts, do them for a little while and prove me wrong that it doesn't deliver a great result, you know? Um, and so that's the final thing I really want to press home. Don't settle for mediocre just because you've lost your usual routine. Do yep. something that's actually going to change you, you know? Yep. The, look, effective programming is more critical than most people understand for the results that they want. It is going to the gym and just going, oh, I'm going to do this today and I'm going to do that today, that does not produce the results that most people are after. And there's so many reasons why, but a part of it, if we want to talk about the motivation thing, is that when you have a good program, you really don't have to think about it. You just turn up to the gym and look at what the program is and do the work. And that that is amplified a hundred times when you've got a workout like our at-home workouts where you just press play and you just join in with the exact workout. You cannot cannot overstate how powerful that is for you. But so if effective programming is a critical part of getting good results, 
then it just makes sense that you're going to do a good program, something that's had really good thought put into it. And yeah, the people on the um, on the show that you were talking about that are saying you, you just can't get the same results uh, at an at-home workout, they're actually right. Because for the at-home workouts that they've been doing, you can't get the same results that you get in the gym. And I've seen the kind of at-home workouts that a lot of people are doing and they really, I mean, this it goes back to what we, um, we're talking about when we wrote our at-home workout blueprint and, and this idea of you don't throw rhyme and reason out the window just because you're training at home and you don't. And uh, that's what almost everyone seems to be doing. Like when I look at the stuff that people are doing with their at-home workouts, they're really not, it's like they've forgotten that you can still apply the same principles of progressive overload and using push-pull balance and upper and lower body balance um, you don't just have to go, I'm just going to come up with five exercises that are different than what we did yesterday and smash them together and, and get people going with it. And um, that's what we've done with our at-home workouts and that's one of the reasons why they're so effective. And yeah, if you, you know, anybody that doubts them, um, you only have to look at the footage of me with my shirt off to, to see the results that they get because that's what I'm doing right now. I'm doing the at-home workouts and man they are like uh, yeah i mean i got on the scales i'm three kilos heavier but i'm leaner than i was when i started so i'll probably put on four kilos of muscle i'd say in about five weeks and we have we've had people i remember when i posted those results last time people um a couple of people called this, tried to call us out and say oh, you can't do that you can't put on that much muscle that's rubbish you can i've done it um <laughs> it's it just depends on who you are everybody's going to get a different result and the thing is there's a lot of factors as in why I can put on that much muscle in such a short amount of time. Number one, I'm a, I'm a mesomorph. So I'm, I have the body type that puts on muscle easily. Um, and number two is that I'm not really going over, actually I'm not at all going over a weight that I've been at before. So I've been 90 kilos before, which is still two kilos heavier than I am now, which means that my body gets back to that much easier. To become a heavier weight, muscle-wise, to have more muscle mass on you than you've ever had before is harder to do. But I'm, you know, working my way back to somewhere where I've been before. So, yeah, but it yeah, works. There you go. Well, look, guys, I think the biggest key take-home here is that if you've had an interruption to your regular routine, uh, build a new one and build a new one quickly. And and the first step is just to get that momentum going and, and try to find a great workout uh, take control of the things that you have control of, that you can guarantee control of. It starts the, the way you get up in the morning. You know, get up with intent. Get up with intent and focus. I, I, I just want to say something as well really quickly. There's something just to add to, um, again, it's another shameless plug for what we do, but the, the at-home workouts are literally a no-equipment version of what we do at Unity Gym and in the UMS Online Coaching Group. It is literally exactly the same program, meaning that on Monday you still work the same movement patterns, vertical push-pull, same muscle groups, and the same flexibility movement for the front splits, hamstrings and hip flexors. It's the same thing. Yeah. On Tuesday you're still doing squats and calves, um, strengthening for the lower body, and then shoulder flexibility. It's exactly the same program. So. That's another really powerful thing about this because if you are really serious about your training and you do something like the UMS online coaching that requires a gym and then you get sh into a snap lockdown, you immediately shift to the at-home workouts 
and and it's not like you have to try and figure out how does this how does this work with the goals that i was working on before or how does it tie in it is the same program Mm. it's just done without equipment yeah um diane norbury uh big shout out sending you back some love she said uh so thankful that i have a secure job no mortgage and no dependence amen i don't have a cent of debt Mm -hmm. myself and it feels so much better Uh, unity gym is really paying it forward to a lot of people and doing a great job to support the community thanks diane yeah thank you very much very appreciative of that uh financial health is a whole nother conversation that i'm very passionate about and uh uh, I could talk all day about that sort of thing. But anyway, look, guys. We're going to go live now to our um, UMS no, in, online coaching in, group. In, in 20 minutes we are uh, because I need a, a break. But we'll do it at 12 and we promise we'll do it to everyone. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you for joining in. And uh, it was a bit of a, a bit of an ad hoc uh, conversation today, guys, because we have had a lot of really deep discussions with people, tribe members of the gym, tribe members of the online, me personally, friends, family members. Uh, it, it, you know, divided we are weak, uh, united we are strong. And it's so important that we remain united during this really difficult time. The one good thing about this whole situation is that the whole world is in on it. You know, there's, there's, no, there's no one left on the sideline. And so um, I think it's a really great opportunity to flip it and turn a real negative into a positive and come together really strong uh, as a united front and, uh, and work together to all come out of this stronger and healthier than we've ever been before. And as, as, as our close friend uh, um, uh, from Origin of Energy said uh, this week, you know, the world needs uh, people like us Unity Gym, Origin of Energy, health experts, people that are motivated, people that understand the importance and how to get really healthy more than ever. And I think so too. And I think that uh, all of you out there that are tuning in for the workouts, uh, that are tuning in for the podcasts, that are, that, that are doing it, doing the work, uh, kudos to you. Well done. Keep it going and keep talking to your friends about it because it's damn important that you get them moving as well. See you guys. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.